This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Blackham Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Blackham. What's up, folks? This is the Bailey Bugle, and we're here. This is the seventh issue. Unfortunately, Richard the Buckety Tapman can't be with me. Um, as Twitch knows, which we talked about just a minute ago, there's some family stuff going on with me, so no 2 o'clock show. This is actually 7.57 in the a.m. I'm running this show live for you guys. Um, thank you guys for joining me. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for subscribing to the Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000, where it's not only the Elijah Bailey show, the Bailey Bugle, but also a little bit of anime, uh, the Warrior Way podcast, Superpower Movie podcast, and much, much more. And be all, also check out AOS podcast, which I produce on that show, but I'm the voice from behind the scenes, behind the video. Uh, today we're going to hit some stuff. There's some, a lot of stuff coming from PAX uh, West 2018. Plus, there's some things that I'm interested in. Uh, you guys know I'm an anime lover. You know, you guys know I'm an anime video game guy. So uh, there's some stuff that uh, we need to talk about. It's, it's it's a must. It's a must whenever we're talking about anime and video games. It's something that started me and Richard's friendship, and it's led to this podcast and more. So let's go ahead and uh, just dive right in. I don't want to take any more time away from you guys and let's start down the list and what we'll do is always on twitch you'll see the uh, video and let me make sure it's ready boom we're good to go so first on the list i got to thank you guys for tuning in on twitch thank you guys for following we're at 104 followers uh there's been so much news coming out from twitch lately i know that uh what twitch is doing now is if you're not an affiliate with twitch there will be no more reruns or premieres and so that means for our show uh we're not affiliates yet. We're close. We have to average three viewers per episode. Every single episode or every single video that we do, stream we do, we have to have three viewers. And let me, what I'm doing now is I'm actually sending uh, Twitch out because I know there's a lot of my friends that like watching the show and like seeing what's going on, even though it's early. So I'm sending that out. But if we don't average three followers per video, then we can't be an affiliate. We ha- we stream seven five to seven days out of the week so it just kind of depends on the work week and sometimes my my schedule's hectic and i handle all this which i need to go ahead and hand over the reins to somebody else uh so i'm not taking on so much responsibility but we stream throughout the week um we have 104 followers so we we surpassed that requirement uh, but we need three hours average viewers per stream so that's the next thing that we're working on uh making sure to get more people to watch whenever we do stream because it's primarily just sunday and then there's reruns throughout the week um one just a lot of stuff i'm redoing the house i just redid the back door um we got a fucking violation and then let's go into son of a bitch of the week uh i know it's an elijah bailey show thing but the city of oklahoma city is and my neighbors are bullshitting we had a lot more fucking broke and so couldn't mow the grass probably about a week and a half and then we got a notification and then we have wood on the porch because we're going to build a well and that got classified as debris so when we called the uh city worker that came out it's been 
three days now they haven't called us back to talk about the issue and then we got a letter yesterday so fuck them it's been it's been a hectic week trying to deal with that and deal with bullshit at work um so sorry that we're not streaming as much or doing the reruns but yeah soon only affiliates will be able to rerun and premiere so if you're someone that listens to the show uh we appreciate it we appreciate it greatly that you listen on apple Podcasts. Podbeam, Spotify, wherever it is you download. We we appreciate that you share with your friends because you do love the show. But also come to twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000. Watch the show live on Sundays. Like today, you're going to get to see trailers and clips as I talk about these things and read some of the articles from uh, GameInformer.com from, from some of our friends over there. Uh, but it's a different experience. And plus, there's uh, stuff up on Patreon, which I'll talk about. If you have not joined Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey show with the W on the end. Uh, uh, just a dollar a month, you get exclusive content, uh, see who upcoming guests are, videos, um, show notes, um, the exclusive cut. And I know this happens for this show and a little bit of anime. We do stuff pre-show and after the show. So a little bit of anime exclusive for our $1 tier. You can see the Anime Smasher Pass where we just take 10 to 20 minutes to talk about which anime characters we smash or pass on and you get to see them up on the screen so we have a lot of fun stuff like that plus video game gameplay i know spider-man is coming out september 7th there's another anime game coming out september 4th and then we have red dead redemption 2 which i've gone back and started a new story with john marston on red dead redemption um and remember uh, i know that you guys are in chat if you're watching uh, but I'll address chat towards the end of the show. That way I can keep things moving. So let's get right into it. Um, first up on the docket, on the list, we're going to go over to theater mode, is one of the games I, I just mentioned straight off the bat that I'm excited for, Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man is coming out September 7th, and I'm a big Spider-Man guy. So let's pull up the trailer. We had a new trailer come out earlier this week. I think it was August 29th uh, that it came out, and I was excited. This looks just like the comic book. So Insomniac today uh, showed off a photo mode for a video game that was part of Insomniac's tweet, and it shows everything that you could do with Spider-Man. You can see the flexibility on the frames, rotation, filters, and plenty more uh, for uh, a very, very, very entertaining and surprising fan experience. It seems like the, the mode would offer... Uh, more than enough options to craft your very own Spider-Man comic book. And this is what you're watching right now. It looks like Spider-Man uh, right right out of the comics. As you, I'm looking at the screen now. You see that you're putting in your emojis, your spider emojis. And this really happens in gameplay very quickly. So you could be in the middle of a fight, boom, stop it, pause it, rewind. And I love that kick right there. I'm a big martial artist, so when I see Spider-Man doing side kicks, turn kicks, heel kicks, Ben, all the, oh, Ben Riley Spider-Man costume right there, bam, it is fucking phenomenal. So that's one of the things that we got today. And like I said, Spider-Man is uh, on PS4, coming out September 7th. So if you haven't reserved your copies, go ahead and do that now. I know one of the things with me and my wife is like, which copy are we going to get? Because I know there's like a $79 version of Spider-Man. I think there's a $99 one, but I might be getting confused because I know Red Dead Redemption has like a hundred and something dollar uh, video game that you can get. But GameStop, um, get it while you can. Amazon Prime, before the, I mean, before the Prime stuff has changed. I don't think it's changed yet, but right now there's going to be some games that you can get and then uh, with your Prime discount. But they're kind of they're getting rid of it basically, and they're giving a the $10 credit or credit towards games within like a 60 to 90 day period. So. It's kind of some bullshit, but you can go ahead and put 
your investments, your money towards games like this. And I just want to go ahead and finish this trailer because this is amazing. Uh, this is one of the things I wish I could have captured when I was playing the games. Um, early. I think I've owned every Spider-Man game since Sega. And one of the things that I really enjoy about the Spider-Man games is I get to be Spider-Man. I always related with Spider-Man. He's a kid going to school, but then you want these superpowers to help people out. So that's uh, Spider-Man, again, September 7th. 2018 coming out it's just right around the corner i think do believe that's next saturday uh so keep an eye out on that but now we know we have a photo mode so it's not just peter parker going around taking photos for the bugle you can take them and capture your favorite shots and you don't have to rely on uh playstation's capture system or xboxes next one devil may cry 5 and this was a pretty interesting deal at pax at pax this year devil may cry 5's uh heads of the uh the game sat down at the wavern theater to hold a panel on the latest games in the Stylus Action series. It's been a whirlwind tour for the senior producer, Mikituru Okabe, producer Matt Walker, and then director Hideaki Itsuno. Coming to the PAX West in Seattle after announcing the game only a few months ago at E3 and then showing it playable for the first time last week at GamesCon. Today, and this was, I think, yesterday... Uh, I do believe it says the trio sat down in front of the audience of Devil May Cry 5 fans to give a bit more info on their next evolution in gameplay. Now, all three of these heads were asked which was their favorite character. Itsuno said uh, he liked Virgil, Dante's brother. Walker said he liked the classic Dante. And Okabe said Devil May, 5, Devil May Cry 5's Nico, uh, Nero's mechanic, um, was his favorite, which also kind of... Um, led into some of the things that they were talking about uh, after that. It, they showed some interesting concept art, and if you want to see the concept art, I didn't get it pulled up here on Twitch, but it will be on our Patreon uh, page, patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey Show. And it's pretty cool because Nico, uh, to me, was a mix, uh, mix between uh, Bayonetta and then like a Final Fantasy character, had a Final Fantasy type feel to it. Um, it it's it's interesting. I, I want there to be a lot of change with these characters, uh, but I do like kind of a classic sense with them as well. Um, they also went into um, a bit of Nico's origin. He goes on to tell, to talk about Nico's humble origin, uh, concepted as a woman that would go into battle with Nero to contrast Kyrie. Uh, this isn't the first time Kyrie has been mentioned in regards to the game, going back as far as the reveal trailer where Nero yells her name out without much context there. It says the team took the opportunity to announce new modes for the game, including a photo mode so players can share their smoking sexy style whenever they want. Another new mode is a gallery, which gives you a description and presumably backstory from different weapons, items, enemies, and more. Also, uh, alongside a model viewer. Uh, the final one is the requested uh, training mode for players to perfect, perfect their combos outside of the game's main story. Because I know there's so many weapons that you can switch between the characters and people want to get, I want to get better at this. I don't want to just use this for a specific level. Um, so that's one thing that's getting ready to come uh, to this next game. Uh, and the panel kept going on. The panel was really good. It says, uh, the panel was then able to share both of Nero's revealed Devil Breakers, his robotic arm, and several unrevealed ones. The first one we already knew about was uh, Overture, which is uh, named such because it was the first Devil Breaker that Nico uh, had ever made. 
It produces an electrical pulse and can aim at the ground in front of Nero and in the air. The second was flower theme Gerbera, which has different attacks depending on if Nero uses it in the air or on the ground. The ground attacks uh, Stamen Ray is a large uh, laser uh, that moves around. The air attack Petal Ray is uh, multiple lasers being shot at all angles. The first new Devil Breaker shown was the punchline, a bow-shaped wrist with a fist at the end of it. The arm attack, uh, yeah, the arm acts as a rocket, punching enemies automatically while Nero fights. Nero can also jump on top of it and surf around the area, which Isuno made sure to point out was something young teenagers would find cool. Um, living those Back to the Future days, but it does sound kind of cool. Uh, next was Tomboy, which powers up Nero's Blue Rose shotgun and his sword Red Queen. The name is meant to uh, the name is meant to hue colors um, that Japanese, uh, you know, define of tomboy so uh we kind of see this in dragon ball super the red hair the blue hair some of that was made because saiyans transform and it follows the color of flames but also there's a tomboy ish uh social dynamic to it it goes on uh, after it says uh the color hues are closer to the japanese definition of tomboy which is a woman that pushes past normal limitations so going you know blue to red um in Nero's case, a tomboy makes his weapons too powerful for him to control, so he loses the ability to lock on while he's using it. Next one is Ragtime lets Nero stop time, giving him two to three seconds to simply beat uh, on enemies around him. They take their damage while time is frozen, so it doesn't uh, just all happen at once when the Devil Breaker's effects end. Uh, then we have Helter Skelter, is a drill that looks like blades curved around each other. When Nero bur- buries his arms into an enemy, hammering the B or circle button forces the drill deeper into the demon and opens it up so the blades fan out uh, for two levels of charges. It's not pleasant. Finally, the last Devil Breaker shown at PAX is called Rawhide. Uh, This weapon becomes a whip, which can only bring enemies towards you like Nero's Devil Bringer in Devil May Cry 4, but whips around... uh, him to hit multiple enemies in his sphere of attack. Uh, while it doesn't look like it did a um, a large amount of damage, it seems that uh, it keeps near uh, enemies away, but it does also play into a heat factor with Nero. Um, while the rest of the panel did not announce much, we did learn that Itsuno, um, from Isuno that Dante's favorite pizza topping is pepperoni, but Devil May Cry releases on March 8th from PlayStation, uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC. Um, and this uh, article or this story was written up by Iram Khan over at uh, Game Informer. Now we're going to go back. There was a, a very, very cool panel. Um, I didn't even want to get into what I felt about this, but I'm going to talk briefly about it. It is, I call this Spider-Man, in Dist- or not Spider-Man, but Superman in Distress. Um, during PAX West 2018, there was a panel discussing the curious issue, why there has never been a great Superman video game. Why is it so difficult to take the beloved character and let's play him and control him? Uh, host Jared Petty of the Hot Blip and Jump was joined by Greg Miller of Kinda Funny, Kate Bailey of US Gamer, Sydney Goodman of IGN, and Frank 
Cefaldi of GameHistory.org to discuss why there have been so many bad Superman video games and to pitch their own ideas for one. Also part of this panel was Corey Balrog, um, which uh, he was the director of last year, or I guess this year's God of War, and he had a few of his own um, thoughts about uh, the Superman video game, which were interesting because they kind of co-align with mine. So I'm going to just read what he said. Um, He starts off, one of his ideas is totally obvious pitch. It's, of course, old man Superman, and he has a kid, and he's trying to figure out how to teach him. He's like, that's just me leaning into my own uh, last game. But he said the second one is, I really, really love uh, Smallville television show, and I really love the idea of playing with this concept of persona. Young Clark Kent, you have to go to school, but you also have uh, you're also uncovering um, that you're the greatest American hero with your powers. And it's sort of awkward coming of age idea uh, that you have to balance. Literally, you're taking tests, uh, having to deal with social constructs of high school while also figuring out what does it mean to have these powers? It's totally persona. And I thought that was a little derivative. So I don't want to I don't want to do that. And then he goes on. He's like, then I really came back to the idea that I think everyone here was uh, touching on. Superman was created at a time when we needed some idealistic, perfect person to aspire to, which is why he is so flawless. Like, literally, he almost has no flaws. And he's extremely hard to work with uh, when you're talking about an, uh, an interactive level. The one flaw, and I don't think that it's really a flaw, it's just who we are as human beings is, the, uh, is this idea of caring. I think the best thing you can do with Superman uh, game is to kind of explore the psychology of what it would be like to be a person who slowly begins to realize they can't save everyone. You begin the game and you are able to hear a little bit. Maybe he's you know a little bit younger or maybe he's just uh, started a little bit late in his life. But the idea is you begin to hear as the player help. And then you're not helping Superman you're not Superman yet. It's just nobody knows about Superman. But when you start uh, helping people, you build up this reputation and then you start to hear help Superman and you start to hear more of these help Superman voices from all around. Uh, He says, as the game progresses, uh, as you uh, do these sort of good deeds, more and more people are aware of you. They start following you on Twitter at, at Superman and everyone starts to ask for help. And this is where it really starts to unravel as a Kryptonian and a human being a little bit. Uh, he has no capacity to sort of uh, manage this. He's like, I don't know if there's anyone or if there's any form of the brain where you can sort and uh, have no filter, uh, where you literally take everything in uh, in the world in. That's who he is. He is taking everything in. When he chooses or when you choose to save someone in this game, let's say there are four people who need to be saved. At your moment, at your best moment as Superman, you can save two people. That means two were not saved, and that weighs on them. He said, it's not the people that he saved, it's the ones he couldn't stop. And there is suffering that comes from that. The idea of this is, as you get to the beginning of the third act, you realize as Superman that the brute force method of fisticuffs, the idea of consistently trying to chase your tail to save people individually, is not working. You have to figure out a different way to become the ultimate goal psychologically to maintain some kind of sanity uh, is to actually try and save everybody. 
It's a great idea, idealistic, fantastic concept, but fairly impossible. He goes on to say, so the third act, Superman runs uh, for president of the world. And he says, I'm taking the uh, Tommy, Tiny Lister, from the fifth element, uh, who was like the president of the earth. He is, uh, through politics, going to bring everyone together, doing good acts that actually reach out, not to just one person, but influence ev- influencing everybody in their own way to become Superman. They're not flying around, but they're actually having an effect on the world around them, positively changing things. And you know, the third act is just him filling out paperwork, cutting ribbons, doing speeches. He's like, ah, I'm just kidding. The idea would be that he needs to reach out further, save more people, but really it's the teaching of people or the person to fish instead of consistently bringing them a fish individually, helping us by helping us help ourselves. After delivering his pitch to the audience members, uh, he had a a couple of questions that were asked of him. He asked him about gameplay of Barlock Superman, and Barlock goes, you notice I didn't mention that part. He said, I would not have him flying. I think he would have his ability of speed, so you would feel like you're playing a flash game at the beginning and i think for me that loop would start you out and um, you wouldn't be able to fight anybody Uh, you would be taking care of the things uh, that are less sort of fisticuffs so that you can start to get your feet wet and then the first time a baddie appears somebody who is kind of an antagonist force you would feel just as uneasy as superman would be this would feel more like an origin story like a spider-man um, one kind of feel and uh, that's you know kind of his his gameplay finally barlog said at the end of this uh, that the studio he would like to develop the superman game would probably be ninja theory and this write-up from uh, gameinformer.com was by kyle hillard and i thought this was interesting because i had the same idea watching um I think it was Batman v Superman where he goes into yeah Batman v Superman where he's supposed to meet Lex and stand in front of the Senate and address everybody and it's like you see uh the bomb go off and these flames and he's just sitting there with his face down and he's in agony but all those people scream. he heard every single he hears the flesh burning he hears them screaming and there's nothing he can do to save anybody in there he's the last one standing and I was like I turned to my wife in the movie theater and I was like what if we wrote a comic where it's like the tragedy of being a superhero and it doesn't even have to be just Superman it could be a collection of stories of different superheroes that are failing like they're saving people but they're not saving everybody or you could do a collection of superpower people it could be villains that had this masterful plan and you find out the reason they're suffering and why they're trying to kill people but it doesn't go off and each time that something doesn't happen it has the opposite effect on on them that it would like a superhero. So I thought that was an amazing write-up, um, Kyle Hillard, and I thought it was a great question to ask that panel about superheroes and what they would do uh, with the Superman game because there hasn't been one. We, we went through the history of Superman games just now. If you guys are watching on twitch.tv for slash Elijah underscore 5000, and I, I remember the worst one for me is the uh, Superman on uh, 64. I hated it. Uh, you could fly, but the mechanics were just all wonky. The graphics, like, a, I've never seen a planet look like that. So hopefully we get a Superman or a Flash game. I, the only one they've really been hitting with is Batman. Uh, Deadpool was fun as well. But it's it's hard to get those characters, those game characters, and make them into 
uh, something that you're going to enjoy because you have your comics, you have your movie adaptations, and the video games just don't hold up the way that they're trying to make them. And it can be their powers. It can be um, the distance from reality because with Master Chief and everybody else, we're not really expecting them to be human. They've already had their own world built around them for gaming, so it makes it easier to, to buy into that. Um but yeah, let's get let's uh, go to the next one. This one is one of my favorites. If you know anything, the Buckety's one of his favorite games is Soul Calibur. It's one of mine as well, and there's reasons for that. But Soul Calibur Six, Raphael and Cervantes says Soul Calibur Six has been uh, revealing characters and story modes at a steady clip, but some of its content is still under wraps. However, it looks like uh, a recent fighting game tournament in Melbourne, Australia, is showcasing two characters who haven't been officially revealed. Images and gameplay of the two characters in their Soul Calibur 6 forms have popped up on gaming form Resetra. And while screens alone can be uh, doctored, it's much more difficult to make up fake gameplay. While the YouTube upload of the gameplay has already been taken down, the backup video on Japanese video site Billy Bill, Billy Bill, and I checked it out, it wouldn't pull up for me. Um, they said it was still up at the time, but what we have now is we, we can see Raphael and Cervantes' uh, screenshots of the roster if you're watching here on Twitch. Um, the article goes on and says the characters are sporting looks entirely different from their soul caliber uh their previous soul caliber days which also means this is likely not a simple mod adding the character into the new game uh you can even see yeah you can even see the using of some of the soul caliber six new tricks like the reversal edge uh cervantes is still rocking his signature dual swords and can still teleport and perform his signature geo de uh, ray spin move uh, rafael is also retaining his fencing style including his dodging into attack routines uh we've uh and game informer reached out to bandai namco for a statement regarding the footage um but they haven't heard anything back but as soon as they do well, they'll update the story and this was sorrel vasquez who wrote this article um soul caliber comes out 2018 i do believe it said october 19th is when this is supposed to come out uh next one i could not even i don't even want to talk about this really uh, from PAX. The only thing I want to say is there's a trailer of Anthem that came out, um, a renovation of personal narrative in a multiple, uh, multiple player game. Uh, go to patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey show right now. The trailer's up because the trailer does a better explanation of what you're going to get in Anthem than I could do. Uh, the only thing that I have is EA has announced there will be a demo for Anthem starting February 1st to anyone who pre-ordered it um, or has EA access. Um, last on the list for today, before we get out of here, is one of my favorite anime series. I used to watch this. I talk, We talked about this with Harold on the, the iNetwork was Fist of the North Star. We have Fist of the North Star, Lost Paradise. Uh, in case you haven't heard, the team behind Yakuza series is making a game based on Fist of the North Star, and it looks fucking amazing. It, it's You're watching it right now. I love Kenshiro. Kenshiro with a shirt, without a shirt, wife beater on, I don't give a fuck. He's cold. Uh, if the idea of a good video game adaptation... Uh, of the series makes you skeptical you're in luck you'll be able to get a run of this game very very soon uh, as you guys are watching what is happening now fist of the north star has evolved i don't know if you guys have played any other ones it's kind of the same thing it's kind of dynasty warrior uh you capture areas but 
as you can see, the backgrounds, the colors, the popping, the signs, that is Yakuza right there to its core. If you haven't played a Yakuza game, you need to fucking get on it. But Fist of the North Star is coming soon. Sega announced uh, that their PAX panel this year um, uh, has demos, but it's going to be out Tuesday, September 4th um, this year. So we've got, was it September 2nd? you got two days. Tuesday it comes out. Um, if you want to read more about the story, go to GameInformer.com. And this is Sorrel Vasquez. But there it is. Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise. Don't really know what the story. See, it says coming October 2nd. So it might be playable on demo Tuesday, September 4th. And then it comes out October 2nd everywhere for you guys to play. Um Fist of the North Star, post-apocalyptic world, everybody's battling for resources and water, and you have that man that you saw killing everybody, Kinshiro, walking down the street, killing people. They don't even know they're dead until their head blows up, trying to find Yulia, his woman that was captured and taken by his best friend, a South Star user, the Southern Fist. And it's just this this gritty, grimy, battle, old-style anime where you have your antagonist, protagonist at the pinnacle working their way to each other for specific goals. One's jealous that Julia, Yulia love Ken, and Ken just wants his woman back because he was left for dead. But that is all I have for you guys today for the Bailey Bugle. Um, again, PAX West 2018, this is what I got for you guys. Uh, maybe the bucket will be on later with some more information. Who knows? Maybe there's two, like two episodes that will get put together for you guys this week. But this is all I have for you for this edition of the Bailey Bugle. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, again, remember, share the Twitch page. Let's become affiliates so that way we can do these reruns and premieres for you all the time. I keep on saying, oh, we got so much stuff for you. And it's true. There's a lot of stuff for you. It's just timing. And that is always the thing. It's the same thing as talking to a guy or a girl. It's all about the timing. Confidence is there. We have the fucking confidence. But it's the timing. But I am Elijah 5000. Thank you guys for joining the Bailey Bugle today. Sorry that the buckety couldn't be here. Don't worry so much about what's going on with my family. Everything's going to be fine. There's just some things that we have to go take care of today. I'll catch your ass in the next podcast. And... If you go to patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey show, you will have anime and manga of the month for this upcoming month of September uh, because, you know, the Bailey Bugle doesn't do podcast of the week or anime or manga of the month. So other than that, I'll catch your ass in the next podcast. What's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buckety appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast.